send help. Danny and I are trapped here against our will. <laughs> and we're, really, we're talking I about us going home. <laughs> Basically. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstad. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode number 108 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts. I'm Matt. There's Danny. What's up? And there's J. Oh, that's not JB. Doubled in size. Not in the boggle desk. I ate a mushroom. <laughs> I'm a big person now. <laughs> or was it a mega mushroom because I got actually bigger? Oh. oh. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> we got Big G here joining us tonight, filling in JB's boggle desk. What's up, everybody? The Big G desk is back. Don't break the little desk. We still got a loan out on that. Oh. Well, <laughs> I'm, is it just a little one? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Poor JB is not here to, you know, slow these jokes down. Slow their roll. Rapid fire. Let's go. You no, actually. Reach them. Let, let's get into the breakdown. Oh, wow. What Whoa. you? You're taking Danny's job now. Dude, I'm like a hybrid. I'm like, I'm so jittery. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I'm in trouble if I got to deal with this tonight. Didn't you see? I brought the sugar. <laughs> it's pure sugar. <laughs> so we're glad that you all decided to join us. Thank you so very much. So let's start off the thank yous by thanking our amazing patrons who decide that our content is worth throwing a couple bucks at each month. So thank you, Big G. Thank you, thank you. Hi. <laughs> thank you, Wade. Thank you, Chapman. Thank you, D Moose. Thank you, Amu the Fox. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Noah. Thank you, Slade. Thank you, Third String Chapman. And thank you, Nikki. Each and every one of you are crazy motherfuckers, but hopefully you find your money is getting well spent here. And with that, we have two tiers, a $3 tier and a $10 tier, where you give put into a drawing for packs and cards each month, which we're going to do right meow. Meow, 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 meow. All right. So first, yeah. we're starting the pack. We got two packs to give away. They're Innistrad Midnight Hunt set boosters, and we're spinning and seeing who is getting the first pack. Looks like Chapman's third string Chapman, winner of the first pack. Bud. Woo! Woo! Pew, 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 pew. Third string. Thank you so much. Now for the second pack. Round and round it goes. Where it'll stop, nobody knows. Oh. Ah. Looks like it's going to be. Noah, Noah, congratulations, you won the second pack. Pew, 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 pew. Hopefully you guys pull some sweet-ass ass cards. Ren and Seven, or oh, what's the other money card right Teferi. now? Teferi. Is Teferi the, money, uh, the other money card? Teferi, uh, yeah. T4. There you go. All right. that Terminator 4. That goes infinite. Uh, have you seen that? Come yeah. on, fucking ridiculous. It's awesome. So it's... It's it's a gross combo, but it's a combo you see coming, and then you can easily stop. 
It is, but it's also one of those fun ones too. It's one of those. If you get to pull it off, you just get to be like, "What up? Yeah, here's my nine. It's like, it's like, okay, uh, you saw this coming. If you didn't answer, it's your own fault. And we're ready for the card. Oh, we didn't even say what the cards. What the fuck, man? What the hell? So we got Rise of the Dark Realms for it being Halloween and Zombie Apocalypse as the cards winning to getting one tonight. And I was thinking, I was thinking, maybe what we could do to do a better job <clears throat> at picking cards, we do a Patreon poll. Ooh. Have one card of each type, you know, one land, one artifact, one of each color, and then whichever one gets the most votes will be the card that gets uh, given away the next month. I dig it. Good interaction there, but let's spin the wheel. So that's a question for Patreon, not me. I mean, you're part of this too. It's well, a not, good idea. I like I'm it. I'm not <laughs> part of the Patreon, so I have no say in it. Oh, oh is Noah winning oh the black card? Oh my gosh. Look at that. A twofer. Oh, Sneaked it out. Noah, congratulations. He won the last black ones that we did. He got the Torment of Hailfire back in May. Something like that. He won that. Noah, congratulations. And if you guys want to be a patron as well, go check out our Patreon on patreon.com. We got wow, we got stuff for you there. But also, people to thank, let's thank J-Dubs Sports Cards and Gaming for being our sponsor. Right now, J-Dubs Sports Cards and Gaming has all the magic ne- magic supplies that you need. Booster boxes of Innistrad Midnight Hunt. Uh, I don't think they're doing Crimson Vow pre-orders yet. That's not coming up for a bit couple weeks, I'm sure, before he'll make the post. Yeah, yeah. Haven't seen that up there yet. But J-Dubs also, if you're, if you're in the FM area, they have Modern and Legacy Leagues on Saturdays and Sundays. They got Commander Nights on Thursdays where you can complete achievements, get points, and at the end of the quarter, you get prizes for those. They have FNM. J-Dubs seriously has everything. And right now, they're almost, they're getting close to being done with their new event center. Hopefully, hopefully around December. The event, the event center is going to be all done, and it's going to be huge open space, so it's really exciting to see what uh, J-Dub's got going on for them. Sorry, I'm met- messaging one of the other LGSs right now about one of their events. So. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And with that, let's jump into that breakdown then and tell you how this episode is going to get laid out for y'all. So starting off, we're going to go to the Big G desk. Yeah, yeah. And we got some modern challenges figure we're talking about real quick and then some upcoming events new one getting figured out right now as we speak Let's see breaking news there there was breaking news in the band section it's not breaking news it was random news yeah random <laughs> caught everybody off guard it wasn't even done no, no. well, we'll we'll get there when we get there yeah don't spoil it man not, like, i'm not taking it all the time <laughs> i'm not taking your thunder after that, Danny's going to give us some blogatogs, and then we have some news about Moxtober, Counterfeiter, Getting Caught, the new survey coming out, and Hasbro Q3 earnings. After that, we have the finance section, where we're going to talk about magic cards, because we're greedy, greedy magic players. After that, Big G has a deck of the week for us that he wants to talk about, and then from there, y'all can go home. Already home. <laughs> and the joke lives on. Wahaha. New hashtag. Send help. Danny and I are trapped here against our will. <laughs> and we're, really, we're talking I about us going home. <laughs> Basically. So those 
those of you out there may not know this, but I do have a basement right next to the office, and it doesn't get open often. It is hella creepy. <laughs> and he locks the basement doors, too, so you can't get out. Jesus. Why? I need you guys here. Because he has no friends. <laughs> I don't want to be here at the beginning of October anymore. <laughs> you chose this already. You're in here. It's and then all of a sudden, the lights turn it's, off. And it's, it's better to be here at the beginning of October than the, than the end. Oh, so. I suppose. <laughs> it doesn't get any better throughout the month. Yeah. What is it? Give you, is? It gives you a chance to run away. What is? September did end, so we're okay there. Somebody wake up Billy Joel. Hey. Not Billy Joel. Uh, yeah, Billy, Billy Armstrong. Joe. Billy Armstrong. Billy fucking Joel. Anyways. Same piano man in here. <laughs> get, get that piano playing shit out of here. I can't remember the lyrics off the top of my head. <laughs> All you got to remember is wow. drop your pants in the middle of the dance floor for that song. So Does it really say that? No, it's like a like a it's one of those unwritten rules. You drop your pants in the middle of Piano Man. Danny, do dance. you know this rule? I don't know Piano Man. So yeah, you know. do. I'll play it for you when you're done live broadcasting and not <laughs> infringing on copyrights. It's a good idea. But it's a very catchy song. I know you've heard it. Every everybody's heard it. It's, it's a good song. There's about um, a Navy man drinking his sours away. A, biz, a, a sock broker who just like lost out in a bank account or whatever. All right, well, I guess while uh, Danny's listening to a song, are we ready to jump into the Big G desk? Yeah, the Big G desk. The Big G high table. Ooh. There we go. The pedestal. Two tall froggles. Of Big G. Big G's pedestal. Ooh, there we go. There we go. All right. So, uh, (laughs) salt report, I think the only thing I really have for a salt report is uh, I haven't gotten to play Magic in the last two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) It's been really salty. Just in that regard, you know, I've been busy out of the state and then moved into a new house. So, I mean, congratulations. That's pretty cool. I have a I have a magic desk, a magic office, in fact, right now. Ooh, very fancy. Until it becomes the husband wife hobby office. It's right now just <laughs> the, the hobby. Office. It's the nerdery. Well, my wife does crafting. The nerdery. <laughs> it is the nerdery. The nerdery. The nerdery. Oh my God, Danny. Danny. It's awesome. I do have a window though, so my wife can't tell me it's a dungeon. <laughs> so, nice egress window going into it. <laughs> she could just easily cover the egress with a lot of shit. She could, but I don't think she ever will. Because, yeah, that was a whole thing when we were buying the house. So, Watch, one of her hobbies is going to be stained glass. <laughs> <laughs> then it'll get covered. Not the way you were thinking, but it got covered. All right, so let's jump into this first modern challenge. And this one would be from, well, let's go in New are in order from furthest away to closest. So this one was on Saturday. Um, we're going to do the same thing we did last time I was here doing the events. We're just going to kind of look at the top fours a little bit more in depth. And then we're, I mean, luckily though it's modern. So, I mean, most of these decks are pretty well known now. Um, so on Saturday, coming in first is one of those wonderful blue, red, green decks. Playing some Bone Crusher Giants, Brazen Borrowers, Endurance, Shardless Agents, Coulter of Mysteries, Fountain Breakers, Subtleties, Deadshot, Minotaur, Fury, Desert Kyriodon, and Striped Riverwinder, and Tadanoth Rex. Yeah, there we go. And then 
Running Living End, so this is more of a Living End deck for you guys. Valakut Awakening, Violent Outburst, so it's a little bit of a Living End Cascade deck. And then jumping into the lands, we've got Botanical Sanctuary, Breeding Pool, Fury, uh, Fury Islet, two, a couple of forests, a couple of islands, some Misty Rainforest, Scalding Tarn, Steam Vents, Stomping Grounds, Waterlog Grove, and Wooded Foothills for the main board. Jumping into the sideboard, two Blood Moons, two Dampening Matrix, two Force of Negation, four Mystical Disputes, four force of vigor and one dead and gone the crazy thing about this deck is the typical living end players are now trying new things with titanoth rex just being able to put a trample counter on uh, a big big that you got going on here like desert seradon given that trample is pretty dope uh i haven't seen a dead shot minotaur in a living end deck ever but the fact that it uh, bolts a creature with flying is going to be important, especially with uh, Dragon Rage Chandler probably going to be the main target that's going to be hitting. You know what? I'm honestly, though, surprised. Like, I could imagine this being a good sideboard card, but I'm kind of surprised, even if, as a two of it's in the main board a little bit. Well, it's just to cycle it. It's still yeah. a one-mana cycler, and that's what Living yeah. End is looking for. Is yeah, one. valid point, valid point. And, yeah, just bringing everything back just makes it way better like this doesn't have griefs in here and typically typically living end would run some form of grief no no griefs in the sideboard but instead going in on the furies and the subtleties which is actually the 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 craziest one here i would say out of them all but with uh a violent outburst and a subtlety in the graveyard like get you can cast the violent outburst hit a living end and I guess subtlety is response when that goes on the stack. But yeah. Yeah. All right. So anything else on this one, guys? This one was first place, so. No, I got nothing. All right. Jumping into second place, a good old five-color elementals deck. Um, honestly, looking like it's running a pretty standard build. So, you know, it's got the Awakeners, got the Force of Res- Resurgence, the Endurance, the Risen Reef, the Omnath package, um, just one of the Royals, four Furies, one mold drifter and solitude and then a couple rent or three random six ephemerates prismatic endings and amir eladir yeah there we go eladomri's call thanks guys we got you and then basic land package for this making sure you're hitting all your colors have the cavern of souls to prevent from some counter magic and then jumping into the sideboard we've got again it's the pretty standard package right now for this deck so, you know, the Engineer Explosives, another Endurance, some Force of Negation, Force of Vigor, um, Foundation Breaker, Wear and Terror. Um, yeah. So Obsidian Charma is kind of a newer one that you typically don't see Elementals run because it ain't an Elemental, but just a way to get rid of lands. Yeah, I mean, it works. I suppose running, going up against those Tron decks that... It's one way of doing it, but... I don't know if it's going up against Tron decks, like well, straight mean, target, non-basic land, and opponent control. So, yeah, it hits any non-basic... I mean, maybe this is for, like, the mirror matches, getting rid of the Cavern of Souls. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not really... They don't have subtleties and stuff to be countering, yeah, so they're not worried, worried about the countering. wonder why they're throwing this one in here. I mean, if it... Other than just non-basic land destruction. Yeah. I mean, Ponza yeah. is a deck that yeah. was good for a long time. We haven't seen any results for a bit. And, you yeah. know, 
destroying lands is important. Yeah. All right. Well, jumping down into third place, we've got a black-green sacrifice deck. So running a creature land, uh, Dryad Arbor, and then a couple of Birds of Paradise, Essence Warden, Ignoble Hierarch, Young Wolf, Blood Artist for those wonderful triggers, and then Vizier of Poisons, Outland Liberator. We've got our Prosperous Innkeeper, Stragglefoot Geist, Wall of Roots, uh, uh, Geralt's Messenger, and then Yogmoth Thran Physician, and then one Grist. And then as far as the spells go, we've got four Court of Callings and Eldritch Evolution. Jumping into the lands, we've got one Blood Crypt, three Blooming Marshes, two Nurturing Peatlands, one Overgrown Tomb, and then some Snow-Covered Forests and Swamps, Twilight Mirror, one Uroborg, and then one Yavamaya Cradle, and Verdant Catacombs. Jumping into the sideboard, getting some of that, a little bit more of that black control. We got some Fatal Pushes. We've got Thought Seizes, another Outland Liberator, an Endurance, another Grist, Magus of the Moon, and that adds a little bit of red in there too, so that's why we've got that Blood Crypt in that main, main board there for you. Force of Vigor, Leyline of the Void, Obsidian Baloth, and Crime and Punishment. Yeah, I mean, this one actually looks pretty freaking cool. Obviously, running the sack outlet and everything, you know, got to have a lot of that undying and stuff like that so things come back, and yeah. I'm really I dig this one. New card in here from Midnight Hunt, Outland Liberator. This card is intense as fuck, I would say. It is, uh, just want to highlight it here real quick. Green one for a 2-2 human werewolf. You pay one, sack it, destroy target artifact or enchantment, and it has daybound. And then when it's flipped over to its nightbound side, you pay one, sack it, destroy target artifact or enchantment, and it has additional text. Whenever it attacks, destroy target artifact or enchantment, defending player controls. So it's a 3-3 when it's flipped, and every time it attacks, it destroys an enchantment or an artifact. So hits those constructs and makes blocks more in your favor. can also like hit a pithing needle on attack, which is super important, because like if they pithing needle the outlander, uh, if it flips... The attack trigger still happens from a pithing needle. So, okay. So the sidetrack thing that got me on this is the nightbound daybound. Do you remember those fun videos of the the animals talking and the crane what? with its wings going nighttime? Oh. Daytime. <laughs> yeah. That's all I think of now when I hear nightbound daybound. <sighs> Jesus, I do remember that. <laughs> I do fucking remember that video. Nighttime, daytime. What are you doing? Playing nighttime, daytime. Haven't you seen that, Danny? No. We're going to have to show you. Jesus. No. It's not the bad side of the internet. No. It's, it's honestly just the holy shit, I wasted some time side of the internet. <laughs> it's considered the dark side. It's a waste of time. No, it's not dark. Danny's anti-internet. He's anti-internet. As he sits and plays a game on his phone. <laughs> yeah, you talk about us wasting time on the dark side of the internet. Here you are playing a mind-numbing game. Because I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> He's really numbing it up. Oh, yeah. All right, jumping into fourth place, we got a Lurus Jun deck. So running Lurus for the companion. Dragon's Raid Channeler. Some Regavons. Some Tarmogoyce. Renin Six. Inquisition of Kozilek. Lightning Bolt. Thought Seas. Unholy Heat. Abrupt Decay. Mishra's Bobble. Nile Spellbomb. Pithing Needle. And Pyrite Spellbomb. And Shadow Spear. JB's favorite card. <laughs> And jumping into the lands, 
Black Leaf Cliffs, Blood Crypt, Bloodstained Mire Forest, Mountain, Nurturing Peatland, Overgrown Tomb, Stomping Ground, Swamp, some Urza Saga to bust out those one drops, and Verdict Catacombs, and Wooded Foothills. And then jumping into the side, we've got obviously Loris, Chalice of the Void, Engineered Explosives, Alpine Moon, Nile Spellbomb, another run of them, uh, Run Afoul, Couple More Thought Teases, Abrupt Decay, Doomblade, Torpor Orb, and K Command. You know, this is one of the new versions of Jund I've been seeing that I've... Colloquially known as Zoomer Jund. Jesus. It makes me feel old now that (laughs) Jund has the classifications of Boomer and Zoomer. And I'm like... They even got Classic Jund. Like, Classic Jund is is like the OG Jund. Boomer Jund is is, is up there a ways where you get... uh, Well, it's like what I'm playing is Boomer Jund. Classic is Bloodbraid Elves, if I'm not mistaken. Like that's well, what. Shit, dis- never mind. I'm playing classic. I think Bloodbraid Elves is the distinguishing factor of it being classic gender, whatever. <laughs> shit. So, fuck. I'm old. I've been playing for like 12 years now. I suppose. <laughs> Time to get it foiled out, sir. Jesus okay. Fuck. <laughs> that's how. That's how you know that you are a true Jund fan. You got a foiled Jund deck. You know, it's enough that I've got a couple of flex lands in there. I've Shame. Got a, I've got a flex crypt and a flex Shame. tomb. <laughs> so, I mean, I could probably off those and foil out the whole freaking damn thing. But, jeez. Actually, no, I'd probably get my creature set in foil, maybe. I don't know. But there's <laughs> nothing much different about this deck. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> no new tech, nothing from Midnight Hunt. All right, so uh, just running into, then we'll just go over the basic archetype of the next four. So we've got... Uh, and of course, you're going to miss out on this one, make it in. Yep. Which one? Are you talking about eight? No, I'm talking about fifth place now. Oh, yeah. So... It's an affinity deck I that know, made it a, in. It's an affinity deck, so we're just going to... We're just we're going to say know, that and move along. Yeah, we're just going to say that and move along, and then we've got a blue-white control, or blue at X control, so it's got a little bit of... X color in there, and then some Esper control and oh no no no, no. it's not Esper control what it's Esper reanimator is it yeah sorry I didn't expand Art. it out that's my bad yeah it's the, it's the faithful mending persist unmarked graved unburial rites where oh, hey, you there like you pull back mold drifters where you can draw cards and bow, archon bow, bow. of cruelties so this is like spicy spicy fucking tech right now and i enjoy the crap out of this all right so fun fact for our listeners then um hit expand when you're looking at the decks and don't just assume that you know what's going on based off the name yeah yeah don't worry (laughs) so there we go so we've got some esper reanimator then coming in seventh and then coming in eighth place we've got agnosium which is still surprising like the fact that a lost simian spirit guide yeah it's it's well and it looks like yeah it's just kind of for the most part, like the main board is just, just uh, Demir, Demir. No, they got Angel's Grace and Frexian on Life. Oh well, never mind. Yep. Yeah, the the yeah. I mean, the, they just got a, they're just yeah. banking on the Th- Thassa's Oracle combo now instead of having their yeah. backup. Uh, what was that? Shattering Spree? No, not Shattering Spree. Whatever the Lightning Burst thing where oh, that you use Spirit Guide for. But yeah. still good to see that it's coming up. Yeah, so there's that for us. Um, jumping into the Sunday Modern Challenge. I have a funny feeling Matt's going to enjoy number one. We've got a Crashing Foothills deck, Teamer build. I'm always sad that it's it's like... You're sad that it's Teamer? Well, it's not like the Footfalls deck that I made. So yeah. 
It's like well, it's I don't got, I don't feel connected to it's it. It's got footfalls in it though. It cheats in footfalls somehow. Yeah, but it doesn't use electrodominance. <laughs> Need hey, that electrodominance. Did, did you put that uh, that swanky electrodominance in your deck yet that I gave you? I did. Fuck yeah. I did. All right. So just the basic rundown of this one. We've got some Brazen Borrowers, Season Primer Shardless Agents, Furies, and Merc Tides. And then the spells running in. We've got Crashing Foothills, Force of Navigation, Prismari, Command, Violent Outburst, Dead and Gore, and Fire and Ice. And then Breeding Pools, Forest, Gemstone Caverns, Hilt. Land, Harbors, Islands, Misties, Mountain, Sculling Tarn, Steam Fence, Stomping Grounds, Sulphur Falls, and Wooded Foothills. Jumping into the side, we've got three Blood Moons, some Endurances, Clothus, God of Destiny, Mystical Disputes, Force of Vigor, and Leyline of the Void. You know, I know that it doesn't have your heart because it's not running the same style of cra- foot or you know crashing. I want to see more footfalls. as foretold. <laughs> um, but I mean, this is a pretty cool build. Like it's that nice little, not necessarily jank, but it's no, dude. This is like if you don't argu- see if you don't see it coming, you don't see it coming. It's it's arguably one of the it's one of the top five decks in modern right now. You got that Merc Tide. And uh, Jund fighting it off with uh, Hammer Time. Oh, God, what was the other one? There's another one in there, but it's definitely like top five most play most powerful decks of the of the modern meta at the moment. Yeah. With like little little iterations here and there, but not too much, I would say. All right, so jumping into second place for Sunday's Modern Challenge, we've got a Urion deck, um, specifically white, blue, red, and green. So, um, honestly, looking at this one, as far as the urine builds I've seen, it's not running too much different. It's got your ice fangs. It's got your walls to kind of fend off the early game, eternal witnesses, omnath of creation, fury, solitudes, ren and sixes, and T3, and then, you know, ephemerate and lightning bolt and all that. Yeah, it's it's a pretty standard build. It's, it's crazy to see it back up here, though. Um, because it's been a while since you've seen like any form of Yorion Blink style decks that I can recall in a, in a while. Yeah, but I mean, it's like obviously in our meta, I see this a little bit more, and from everything I've seen against that I play against with it, it's I mean, it's running the same stuff. So, yeah, very solid. Yeah, there we go. All right, jumping into third place and looking at. This one, real quick, it is an identical Crashing Footfalls deck. So, two yep. of them in the top four. It's missing. Um, no, it's, it's not missing. Anything. Yeah, it's missing the card in the sideboard, the white one. Is it? Yep. Yeah, I was following along with this one. When you read the first one, the last card in the first deck is missing. This one. Leyland of the Void. There we go. That's not white, that's black. Or black. My bad. My bad, but it's missing a card. <laughs> Or three cards. Well, it's just okay. So as soon as you said white, I like scrolled up to the top one. I'm like, what the fuck? There's no white. I was in this deck. I was thinking of uh, what's why one the JB runs for Leyline Sanctity. Yep. There we go. I just knew Leyline, so I immediately thought white for some reason. Gotcha. Understandable. You see that one more than yep. you do uh, Leyline of the Void. Well, and then we brought this one up already, talking about footballs. Um, coming in fourth place, we got a Hammer Time deck. Um, and again. You know, run a Memnite, Ormthopter, the Sentinels, Pure Steel Paladin, Stoneforge Mystic, Steel Shapers Gifts, and yeah, all the... Well, this one's a little bit different. I haven't seen this one 
run in the ones I played against, the uh, Paradise Mantle. Yeah, and they got... I don't think Nettlesist is something typically you no. see in there either. No, I'm actually surprised I'm not seeing... Um, oh, what is it? Out of Modern Horizons 2. Jesus. Big old indestructible living weapon. Seven equip costs. Oh, uh, the cold... Not cold Drotha. Yeah, cold Drotha. Yeah. 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 I'm actually... That one... That's what I normally see, so that must have been... They must have swapped those out for the Paradise Mantles in this one. That's crazy to think that uh, they'd prioritize, like, Paradise Mantle, Nettle Cyst over a Coldrotha. Yeah. And I suppose another one, too, looking at the sideboard, we got On Thin Ice. It's a one-drop for white snow enchantment aura. Enchant Snowland you control on when... On Thin Ice enters the battlefield, exile Tardic creature opponent controls until thin, On Thin Ice leaves the battlefield. This I, is how they deal with Merktides. Well, what I was getting at here is, honestly, I suppose I don't play the Merktides very often, so, I mean, I wasn't seeing them played against me, so, I mean, I wouldn't know if it's in the sideboard or not, but, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things Hammer Time has a hard time with, because Hammer takes away flying from them, <laughs> and if... Your, if the if their Merktide opponent can like out attrition them to start hitting with a bigger Merktide than what their Hammer Time creature is, that they're they're in yeah. deep trouble. So on thin ice to uh, nug out those Merktides. I dig it. All right, and then just doing the basic rundown of the next four places. So coming in fifth, we've got a Gruel deck um, running the a new tech out of Innistrad. We've got the Outline Limiter Liberator. There we go. But then we're running the Steves, the Coursers, and all that. So, Scapeshift prime yeah. time. Yeah. So there we go. And then uh, Boros Burn. So we've got Loris in here. We've got the Goblin Guides, the Swift Spears, and the Of Great Rebel. And then all the wonderful burn spells for the spells. I'm surprised that we don't see a Play With Fire in here. Or, yeah, Play With Fire. That's the one drop from Midnight Hunt. That Scry's one, right? Yep, yep. The two, the shock with Scry one. Yep. Yeah, maybe it just hasn't worked its way into the the main builds yet. I think it would be a good one to get, yeah. to to be trying. Like, just the fact that it's Scry's and, you know, burn would need something like that. Yep. And then coming in seventh place, we've got a blue-white control deck. So, again, pretty standard build. So, I mean, we're not going to jump into that one too deep. And then five-color dredge. So... And this one, I'm not seeing, not seeing any new tech out of Innistrad, but thrilling discoveries in there from Strixhaven. Yep, I was just about to make a comment on that, saying oh, that beat you to it. Yeah, yeah. That um, I know that was one talk about it in in Dredge, and it gives them a reason to like move into white as well. And they got four prismatic endings because of having a thrill thrilling discovery in the sideboard. So. They think Thrilling Discovery is worth it. Good way to fill up your graveyard. All right. So that is, yeah, that's the end of the event results. So there's that last one. Jumping in some un or upcoming events. We're going to jump into the big stuff first, and then we'll jump more into the local. You know, we'll get closer and closer as the events go on. But let's talk about some Magic World Championship viewer guide. The pinnacle of the 2021 our 2020-2021 season is here. The best of the best from the Magic Pro League and Magic Rivals League. The final league players from both gauntlets. The top finishing rising stars of the Challenger gauntlets. 
So basically, <laughs> I feel like I should have had some epic music playing behind that. <laughs> um, so where can you follow the event? Uh, the Magic World Championship broadcast live October 8th through the 10th on twitch.tv slash magic starting at 9 a.m. Pacific time each one of the days for metagames, deck lists, match-by-match updates, player details, live, live streaming, and more. Start with the Magic World Championship event page. And then you can follow exclusive content by following at Magic Esports on Twitter. Plus, you can share your excitement throughout the World Championships weekend across social media with the hashtag, hashtag MG, MTG Worlds. And then they've got some information on here. When will the Gauntlet decks be published? All standard and Innistrad Midnight Hunt deck lists will be published on the event page on Friday, October 8th. And then it goes into a little bit of the broadcast schedule. Um, basic rundown is broadcast will end after, on Friday after round 5. And then on Saturday, it'll end after round 10, plus any tie-breaking matches to be completed. And the top four for World Championship is announced. And then jumping into Sunday, it will broadcast, will go until the end of the Magic World Championship. Uh, let's see, what would that be? 27 uh, champion is determined. So that one will go on Sunday. You'll get all of the top plays for that. So, yeah, there we go. There is... The bigger event coming out. Uh, quick, t- quickly to tack on with that, they got their Find Your Champion event going on here with this again, which is an arena event where when you sign into arena, you can click on one of the top 16 players and then you get prizes if they win. So if the person that you clicked gets first place, you get a Magic World Championship trophy pet and sleeve plus six rare ICRs. Uh, if you guess the second place, you get sleeves and four rare ICRs. Third and fourth, you get the championship sleeves and two ICRs. Fifth through sixteenth, you get the sleeves and one ICR. So, if you care about that and are on arena, <laughs> thanks, Matt. You're welcome. Back to you. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> jumping into a little bit more local event for us, um, just depending on where you are in the world. On October 30th in Minot, North Dakota, Chaos Games is playing or hosting a modern win a collector box event. So they will um, host this event, and the winner of it will walk away with a guaranteed Modern Horizons 2 collector box. Dope. And here we go, just because it feels fun to read. Um, this is from the event page off of Facebook. Um, I'm guessing we will post a link for it. Z. Perfect. In, in the notes. So, yes, you are reading that correctly. There will be more prizes for trickling down, but you will de- uh, de- depend on how many entrants they have. So, basically, more people show up, more prizes that are there. But no matter what, the winner walks away with a collector's box. box. Start time is 1 o'clock. Deck registration is at noon. $35 entry fee. If you didn't get it from the event title itself, this is a modern format event. I know, I know. Shocked. You thought you could play Pioneer. I thought so. You I'm all for Pioneer. Well, you <laughs> technically could play Pioneer. No, no, you can't. Yeah, you my, technically my, can't my, play no, Pioneer no, no. in my, a modern. My dig through time is not modern legal. My treasure cruise is not modern legal. 
I cannot play my Pioneer in Modern. Okay, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Fine. Other than you, Matt, everyone else can play Pioneer in a Modern event. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> loves Dig Through Time. Everybody. All right. All right. And the tournament format for this is going to be a Swiss cut to top eight. You will um, require, they will require deck registration lists. So make sure you have those lists made up and ready, or you can fill it out when you get there. And then they will have a level one judge present to help with judge calls. This will be treated as in a competitive event. So make sure to have your MTG companion app downloaded and your account created. So, bam. There's that one. Dope. Links in the description. I really wish I could go to this one, but I have a wedding that day. So no traveling might not for me. Double womp. Womp, womp, womp. All right. And then to jump to the epitome of the local events, we've got Paradox here in town, one of our other LGSs is hosting a modern cash event this Saturday. And I've got all the details here. And I will read the description. So here we go. When we brought events back, we listened to you about what you wanted to play all summer long, playing modern at FNM. Now it's time to take your game to the next level. Join us for your favorite format and take home money, money to fund your hobby and level up your decks. Right now, um, talking with the owner, Rich, about this one, as of right now, it's $100 for first place, and then there will be a total of $220 in total cash prizes for this one. Registration starts at noon, entry fee is $20, and the format will be Modern Constructed Swiss Rounds for Cut to Top 8. And then, uh, so just in case you guys weren't, you were wondering, October 9th is the date of the event, so there's that. A um, little bit more breakdown for the prizes. First place is that $100, like I said. Second place is $60 cash. Third and fourth is $30 respectively, which, you know, it's the same thing, so whatever. And then fifth through eight get five standard draft packs. And ninth place and down gets one standard draft pack. But the other additional cool thing with this is... Yeah. Did you guys see these yet? I did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I commented with those earlier. So uh, first place through third place get some sick-ass trophies from Dragon Shield. They look so good. Oh, my God. So we were joking around. Some friends and I were like, okay, cool. So, yep, um, you know Anthony and Ben. Anthony's sitting here like, yeah, so I'm getting first, so you guys got to figure out who gets second. <laughs> <laughs> so they're coming into town for that. That'll be fun. That's dope. Um, and, yeah, as more people come in um, to the events, let's see if I can get the exact numbers he was talking about. Um it looks like he's expecting, you know, a little bit lower sh- uh, showing. So if we, you know, get up to 32, you know, up in the prizes might happen. So dope. So make sure to show up this Saturday, Paradox, uh, for that modern cash event. Um, just a little bit more information from Rich uh, that he, you know, said if I want to share, I can. Um, goal is to rebuild the game room and get, get it more looking like what old Paradox was as far as the feel and everything a little bit more. Uh, we'll say family friendly and less okay. less douchebaggery. I'm down with that. That's the best way to put it. So um he's talking about maybe doing a pioneer very similar pioneer event similar to the standard event here. Um, Take through depend- time. Depending Woo! on how the modern event turns out. And so yeah, there's that. So yeah, we'll see how everything turns out and it'll be fun to see how everything kinda turns out this Saturday. So, you know, if anything, if are you showing up? We'll see I how got, work goes. I got P Rock that I'm planning to move after work. Oh, 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Danny, you showing up? Yeah, I'm not. He's sure. helping me with that P rock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just Don't absolutely not. I, I'll, I'll get him to a good he, day. He doesn't want to be in the presence of so many people that might play blue. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I only have one Pioneer deck, and I haven't played it since. No, it's modern. Well, we're talking about modern. Whatever. <laughs> there we go. Even even then, I only have, I guess, one modern the, the, deck. This is the, dude. That's all you need. This is the time. Let's get that harmonic prodigy deck going. <laughs> Gutter, gutter sniping it up, Danny. Come no. on. Well, guess what, Danny? Huh? Are you are you done playing games on your phone? I'm actually on my article. I'm waiting for you oh, guys. Oh well, hey, Woo. hey, guess what? So fuck off, guys. Wow, he's, he's okay, really before, hostile but, these days. Yeah, before, I am. Jesus Christ! Before we move over, we got seal flippers in the chat saying JB looking janky today. <laughs> Excuse me, I think I'm looking fly, <laughs> not janky. <laughs> <laughs> If anything, I'm the suave boggle. You can actually see him. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I had to put the high chair away. Otherwise, Big G would look really tall and stuff. Yeah, he, Matt doesn't want anyone looking taller than him. Yeah, I got a Tom Cruise complex going on. <laughs> Danny, you ready? <laughs> can I go home? Please. No segue? Okay. That is a segue. That, that was the a beer segue. can open. Wow. Oh, great. We gave you the good segue, and then you said, fuck you guys, and we decided to just go on a riff. So. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> so, Wizards has banned a card while ghosting everyone. Um. So, it is, I guess, three days ago, Joe Parlock put out a article on thegamer.com um, saying that Pithing Needle is now banned in Brawl and Historic Brawl. I guess. Do you want to read the article? Or are we going to share the article? Or what do we do? Matthew? Whatever you feel. Okay. Um, well, as I was saying, Wizards. Uh, the, only, the only way this was found out was uh, a few players had noticed that Wizards of the Coast support account tweeted out an announcement for this band um, about a few weeks ago. Uh, it makes no, uh, October first. Not a few there. Days. We go. Whatever. Sure. I guess I didn't see the date. I pulled up the tweet for you to read if you want to read. Well, it. I didn't. Why did Why did you do your work and give me the tweet right away, there, bro? Because it's linked in the article. I don't see it. Yeah, the one that says Wizard Support. Don't see it. Where is it? The hyperlink. I don't know the words. <laughs> wow. Where is it? This one. Okay. So the tweet. That everyone was uh, commenting on October first at twelve thirty nine p.m. Wizards customer service tweeted: "We would like to acknowledge that with the release of Instead Midnight Hunt, the card Pithing Needle is banned in both Brawl and Historic Brawl. Due to its function, this card can completely disable certain commanders in a way that we do not condone on these digital formats, which makes hundred percent sense or hundred percent sense. Yeah." Makes complete sense why, why they do it. Because um, that Pithy Needle, yeah, with Brawl, that's kind of hard to deal with. I don't know, man. Like, there's a lot of good artifact removal and stuff still in Brawl. Like, if you got the whole span, well, especially with Historic Brawl. Historic Brawl has so much flipping 
stuff in there. They got the 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 jumpstart cards printed in there. They got the historic ar- uh, um, not historic archive, historic anthology cards. Yep. and all that stuff. Like the amount of card the, the the card pool in historic brawl is vast and stuff. And the fact that they just come through on a wizard support tweet, to my understanding, and just quickly looking. There's no like on the mothership, no article dedicated to the banning of Pithing Needle in nope. Brawl. Just wizards support tweeting. This. But if you go to Magic was the Magic GG and look at their ban list, it's on the ban list. Yeah, yeah. It, it the ban list is updated with it on there, joining Sorcerer Spyglass, Winota, Ruined Halo, Omnath, Locus of Creation, Oko, Lutri, Drandith Magistrate, and and, and, and that. Yep. But yeah, no. It was just like out of the fucking blue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we don't play brawl here. Uh, yeah, I'd say no one plays brawl. But I don't know. It's like wizards. Yeah. 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 It is what it is. They're like, hey, we're gonna ban this without and without telling anyone. Or they did tell people just on Twitter. <laughs> but who who follows? But who follows wizards customer su- uh, support? Besides those enfranchised players like us. Well, we don't even follow them. Yeah, we do. Do we? Yeah, on the uh, This Week Twitter page. I guess do. I've never seen them on our Twitter page. Well, it's not like Wizard Support tweets a lot. So, therefore, you have to literally go and say, hey, I want a notification whenever they tweet <laughs> randomly about hey, a band. Hey, hey, guys, sorry to sorry to show you this, but uh, our our uh, customer support for cardboard is down right now. Um if your cardboard's not working, have you tried turning it off and turning it on again? Yeah, I'm sure those are all the tweets that they send out. Have you tried flipping it over? Have you have you tried morphing it? Did you go outside? Did it flip then? Did it Is it day or night? <laughs> Nighttime. Daytime. <laughs> Timed it perfectly. Swallow, Matt. I'm good. He's a spitter. Freaking quitter. So, anyways, moving along to Blagatogs. Since we're dealing with juveniles. Dude, do you realize how much I have to keep my mouth shut when middle yep. schoolers try cracking <laughs> jokes? And yep. I could just go, I could crush you right now. Yep. But it would be so against the code of teaching. But you'd be the coolest teacher they've ever and will ever have. <laughs> Fucking kid comes back at you with something and it's just like, well, yeah, I'm doing your mom. <laughs> She's a saint. And none of them would get that quote. None. None of them. Oh, you could you could even do the uh, doing your mom. <laughs> doing your mom. Doing your mom. Doing your mom. Hey, you know, what we, sh- you know what we should do right now? These blogatogs. <laughs> Thanks. Anytime. There's that nice transition for you. You happy now? <laughs> Since I did my own transition, but then you guys jacked it up. <laughs> uh, so the first week, uh, this week, or the first blog talk of this week, it comes from uh, Traff. Yeah, Traffs. Um, they asked, you, you said each set has a budget to use for cool things. What kind of, what kind of thing consumes this budget alternative art are alternative frames um so mark replies back i'm sorry that i kind of butchered those words but mark replies back frames take some internal people hours but don't tend to raise costs of making the set 
Um, things that involve printing things differently than normal is the biggest culprit. I would have thought it would be uh, commissioning more artwork for the different variants and stuff as well would contribute into there. You know what it really is probably? Probably legal fees for people that, uh, you know, plagiarize art. Ooh, so, call back to the archives. So with with the the art, I don't believe that really costs more. Because if I remember, or I, this was a while ago we were talking about this, and I think each artist submits like four variations of that same art, each set. The, yeah, when the, it comes to the extended art, it's the same art, it's just zoomed in. But there well, are... Well, it's, it's even, even for like the alternative arts, not even just the extended art, I mean like the like actual... Sh- like showcase. Art, showcase art. Showcase frames That happen stuff. to be from the same artist, it's just through their catalog. Okay, okay. For those arts. I guess it makes sense, though, with the printing, like he's saying. Like, um, Gavin Verhey has also gone on Good Morning Magic talking about why there's no werewolf commander decks because flipping the printing double-sided cards for a commander deck is a very tedious process yep. to do. So having more MDFCs now than, well, I mean, ever because you got the, the modal, double, the modal double, double face cards compared to the transforming double face cards, which the last time we had transforming double face or any kind of transforming card before the MDFCs came around... Uh, Nicol Bolas was the flip walker that came out in 2019. Then there wasn't anything till Ixalan. Yeah. Was it Ixalan? It would be, well, Ixalan. Yeah, because it had the flip, the flip land. The enchantments. And artifacts that flipped into lands. I think that was. And then after that, it'd be OG Innistrad. Was there anything? Was there anything in Dominaria? Wasn't no. When was uh, Nissa, the Nissa flip Planeswalker? Th- those were origin. oh origins. So origins for the Planeswalker creatures. Yeah. So, and th- it's not like they did a crap ton of them like they are doing with MDFC. So yeah, printing makes sense, I guess. Speaking. Well, it's, it's just easier for them to do a crap ton than it is to make one or two because it takes it takes more time and effort to place out one card compared to. Not, 20 cards and not only i guess this is another thing that just popped in my head not only are you printing like double-sided on the cards but you're also they they do make the the blank cards for them as well for yep. draft yep as we just want yep <laughs> yep so yeah you're you, they're making more cards because of this and that's so, yeah, probably more time money so anyways uh next up we go to I-G-O-S-V-S-E. You guys can butcher that name for me. Um, they asked, I get that Kawagawa, uh, Kamigawa Neon Destiny is going to be making a lot of please return to Kamigawa crowd happy. But as someone who hated the original Kamigawa block, you know, like the majority of players at the time, I have concerns. I'm worried that I'm not going to enjoy Neon Destiny that much. But nonetheless, I will check it out and hope to be proven wrong. Best of luck with the set. I think you're going to need it. That sounds like someone who's stuck up and who is a blue player. Uh, <laughs> a blue player. You know, I know plenty of red players that are stuck up jackasses, <laughs> too. No, I'm gonna... looking at one right now. <laughs> I'm not stuck up, though. <laughs> you notice how you didn't call yourself not a jackass there. <laughs> I know I'm a jackass. <laughs> I won't deny that. 
the blue players will deny it, though. No. We're vindictive jackasses. <laughs> See? He's a true blue. I'm a, like a hybrid blue. This is why I don't group you in with him. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, so My heart is ba- broken. Back, back to Vlogistogs, <laughs> um, since we broke Matt's heart. Um, so what did Mark reply? I'm, I'm getting to it. Uh, we Mark replies, we thought as much about people like you as we did fans for original Kawagawa. Our goal is to make you both happy. So, yeah, it was just something that I was like, oh, this person's kind of stuck out. So I'll put him on blast, even though I couldn't say your name. Well, and here's my thing. My takeaway on this one is, like you said, this is kind of someone that seemed to be stuck in the past when it comes to Kamigawa because now Kamigawa is looked at as one of, you know, not as hated as it was back when it was like a standard porn, standard set, but with like introduction of Commander and all these other formats, a lot of people tend to like some of the card, not all of the cards out of it, but some of the cards out of it. Amuse is super happy about it. He's hoping for some more Fox coming out in there. Yeah, I mean, that would be really cool. But... Just kind of touching on that, it's also been, oh crap, you know, it's been a number of years since the original Kamigawa block. 12? More than that. Was it 2000? It was, it was before I started playing. Yeah, it was. Before I started uh, playing. It was way before I started 2008 playing. 2008 was... That would be Shards. Lor- yeah, no, Lorwyn. Well, Lorwyn Shards. Was it Lorwyn Shards? Okay, so no, because 2005. I, yeah, because I think... 2004. I think it went Lorwyn, then Shards. Okay. So. You guys are both on computers. Keep talking while I look this up live. So when it comes to Kamigawa, <laughs> I'm just going to take a shot in the dark. Call <laughs> right here. I'm going to say we're going to get MDFCs <laughs> for creatures into enchantments like the flip cards. I think I mentioned it on the podcast, I don't know, a, a week or two ago or whatever. Or maybe it was in private, like off air and stuff. 2004. 2004. So, you know, like how they had the, the flip cards and it was very compact. Now it's just going to be MDFC technology. And it was Lorwyn, then Shards of Alara. I was just looking for the year. That's all I was going for. That's that's towards the him. You guys are disputing on. No, you're the, one be, you're the one being a jackass to the two of us as we're having a conversation trying not to find the answer. Jesus, Google r- but, ruins so much. But but you guys are arguing over <laughs> the answer, though. Why would you find the answer? We weren't even arguing over the year. We were arguing over which came first as far but as Lorwyn and Shards. But I'm just saying that... <laughs> well, uh, <yeah. laughs> just get, just tell, check the internet. You can get the answer. It takes the fun out of it, Danny. It takes the fun out of it. We're trying, we're trying to get our after dark knowledge trained, okay? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, anyway, what I was getting at here is, you know, it's been... Since 2004, you know, it's been... 17 years. 17 years to the day, but, you know, by the time this one comes out, about 18 years. Yep. I feel like, you know, Wizards has kind of learned some of their lessons from past mistakes as far as how to build a good set. And if I'm not mistaken, with <laughs> original Kamigawa... I they said had, some. They had the whole <laughs> uh, legend and stuff. Rules were way different then than they are now, so yep. probably, like... That's going to make a good... Like, if anything, Kamigawa is probably going to be on par with Dominaria for legend-wise. Well, you know, maybe historic spells are going to be coming back. You know, things that matter about historic. Uh, we're going to probably get some. Ooh, how do you think they're going to um, deal with, like, the time jump? Because, obviously, there's a big gap of time between... Yeah, what did they say, neon. a thousand? The yeah. way... I, th- I think people are speculating, which kind of makes sense to me online. They're speculating that it's going to be, like... 
they're gonna they're gonna comment on the commie wars and stuff in the past but it's just gonna be like in passing you know like how it'd be kind of like how we talk about uh the founding of america and shit like that you know like we have no so they can bring back sagas well, here's my here's so I my would be a good process. one. You know, you tell the story of the Kami War and the, the, the fucking princess or whatever that they stole. Well, no. So in addition to that, here's my thought process. Are they going to bring something back like Mystical Archive for Kami Oh, no, no. We were, we were fucking calling this out two weeks ago. Whenever, whenever we were talking about Kamigawa, we were saying it's going to be like anime cards. Straight up. They done it for the Planeswalkers. Like, this seems like a slam dunk opportunity for them to get like big time anime artists like if they get anybody from studio ghibli to do some alter or uh showcase art and shit like that i, was, I mean they've they, they've worked with toho and godzilla so what's wrong with them working with studio ghibli for an anime based style set like futuristic cyberpunk come on yeah that was gonna say cyberpunk more than anime but yeah give me that planeswalker with a little raccoon on his shoulder and turn that little robot raccoon into totoro <laughs> Yeah, no, it's. I'm in. <laughs> if if they go with that cyberpunk, the uh, foils are going to be pretty sick. I think they're going to do the etched shit like they did with the mystical archives, where you get like just a little bit on the corner, <laughs> be like new and improved etched with twenty percent less foiling and fifty percent more Pringle. Can't yeah no 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 remember remember you can't curl a foil if it's barely foiled. <laughs> All I want is that as an anime. Yes. Let's do this. You got to shave this. Hell no. Leave this. I haven't seen my chin in who knows how many years. We were just talking about how Danny had, would have like a complete baby face without his beard. <laughs> he, he, he would still he'd have to get carded. Look like a 16-year-old. I still get carded. What the fuck are <laughs> you talking about? Oh, you're just a, some punk trying to like. That's fine with me. Yeah, I haven't been carded in a long time. <laughs> you're also fucking giant. I mean, yeah, you're not at that point. Yeah. Well, hey. I mean, Shaq was a giant by the age of 20 as well. He was like... Are you Are you going to deny him something <laughs> at seven foot tall? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. And uh, almost 300 pounds? <laughs> Shaq is a giant. <laughs> anyway. This is the definition of a giant. Okay, let's uh let's start de- let's stop deviating off here. Yeah, it's not a sports channel. <laughs> okay, not yet. This week in sports. So to start off the news quickies, what we are gonna talk about first are is we? I notice how these aren't color coordinated. They yes, never are now. Uh, uh, no, they are. I can go back to all of them and show you that they're color coordinated. This week I was telling Danny, it's like we're just gonna kind of like free ball this and stuff. Okay. We're so nose goes every single time. So last week, Hasbro announced that they are going to be having a webcast of their third quarter 2021 earnings on Tuesday, October 26 at 8:30 a.m. I figured this would be kind of an important thing, you know, checking Hasbro numbers. If you're interested in following that, uh, Big G, I know you got some uh, stock. <laughs> I'm logging in right now to see the price of it. Yeah, I know. I've been watching them. They like jumped over 102. Like a month ago, but they've been steadily going down. They're at what ninety four a share? No, they're at as of as of closing today. They're at eighty six sixty five today. Jesus, yeah, they so, they flexed hardcore. Yeah, today's from, today's gain was down twenty four dollars. Wow, gross. Yeah. And and this is Hasbro in general. This doesn't include yeah. Wizards of the Coast. Like Wizards, well, well doesn't, it does include Wizards of the Coast because Hasbro yeah, owns them. Yes, 
Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily reflect how Wizards is doing. Because um, Hasbro is doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, they're working on a G.I. Joe game. Uh, and they, well, and they've got the, the new movie that's either about to come out or has come out, the Snake Eyes movie. Yeah, it's coming out. And then, and they, then they're redoing Power Rangers. Yep. And then they're, I do know they're doing... I only keep up with Hasbro just because, you know, magic and shit. But they got, like, Peppa Pig shit that they're working on as well. And then My Little Pony has some kind of, like, Netflix like yep, yep, movie yep. coming out. But, so, But why the ponies and the unicorns and the, the Pegasuses don't get along anymore? I don't know. I saw the preview. Bronies, get at sure us. Sure you did. <laughs> Ooh, Nerf's included in this. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. That's right. Nerf's in here. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah. 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 Link's in the description below if you want to set a reminder for this. It's always interesting. I don't know. Because Wizards itself has been making hand over fist this whole last year. Like, every time they talk about it, arena numbers are up. Wizards is pulling in so much more money. God, what was it? 18, 18 Couldn't tell billion you. for Q2? No, I yep. think was it a billion? Roughly about that. Yeah, it was 18 billion total just from Wizards alone since everything got like separated. And remember, Wizards includes D&D and shit as well. And yep. D&D has been having a fucking surge as well. Right. Oh, also, also, I, I guess, I don't know, this has nothing to do with the news, but I almost forgot. Stranger Things, Secret oh. Lair. I imagine we're probably going to be getting close to seeing something like that come out now. Hasn't been announced. I'm just going to take a shot in the dark right here. We're going to get it this month. The right announcement up. of it? The announcement of it is oh, going to happen this month. We haven't heard anything about it since, like, there wasn't even anything at the, the showcase, 2021 showcase oh, about yeah, it. that's right. So, I bet, uh, yeah, October, we're going to hear something about that. Don't you mean Moxtober? Oh, oh, look at that yeah. segue. Look yeah. at that segue. I'll applaud that. <laughs> All right, so Bradley Rose from the grave posted up on Twitter about the 2021 prompts for Moxtober. 31 days, 30 creations. Whether you illustrate, design cards, write flavor text, build decks, cosplay, tell stories, etc. Do your magic. So let's see what is today, the 4th? Mm-hmm. The fourth today's prompt for October fourth is dream. So you know, do what you will. Design a card, illustrate whatever. Like he said in his tweet, show your magic love. And then let's see what is this post out tomorrow night. Yep. So, so the, the fifth is the th- the prompt is nightmare, and then the sixth for when people like me listen to this normally is plot. So there's a lot of cool different themes. I know a lot of people, I've seen some of the Moxtobers in the past, and some of these have turned out really cool. Um, there have been some duds, but there have also been some just takeaway winners that are just awesome. And I'm trying to see, are there any? <laughs> uh, let's see, there's a picture <laughs> of um, Oko, Thief, Thief of Crowns, and Rustbill Bridge, <laughs> and the bridge becomes a freaking elk. <laughs> oh. oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, sorry. This person designed a zombie wizard card called Dream Stealer Lich with the level up mechanic. Seems really cool. A lot of card designs and some combos showing up. Oh, look at that. Someone uh, fully extended Ashiok Dream Render, the Japanese uh, variant arts of it. And God damn. I have a thing for Ashiok. Ashiok is like one of the coolest planeswalkers in my opinion and, and stuff. 
I got an Ashiok Pioneer deck. I'll post that up for tomorrow. That's that's nightmare based. I'll post that up. Hmm. So be on the lookout for that today. I post that up online probably. And one of the one of the cool ones. So a teacher posted that um, he he gave uh, students play mats for getting good grades. So that's pretty cool. So dude, I love that shit. There was a little little sidestep from this, but there's a teacher as well that got a bunch of Black is Magic secret layers to give to his students, and all of his students were super excited because a lot a lot of them were black, and they're like the representation is awesome and stuff. And they were he took pictures of them as they're opening up and as they're like, oh my god, check out Teferi and stuff. And I'm like, that, dude, that's, that's so cool. awesome. I love when teachers get to do stuff like that. Way to go, you badass teachers. Right. Teachers are just badass in general and very underappreciated. We thank you guys. Is that why I got the pack tonight? <laughs> Thanks, man. We got you. Thanks, man. Danny, you're not a teacher, but you're a teacher of you're you're a teacher of the school of hard knocks. You're the teacher of I hate blue magic. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Aren't you at this point, are you the dean of that school? Yes. <laughs> Hey, you got the next I'm, one. I'm the founder of, of that school. Not the dean, the founder. Not the, oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, kind of piggybacking off of what we were talking about a couple weeks ago, um, and counterfeit magic cards on Oshawana man arrested for selling counterfeit magic gathering cards. A Osho man faces fraud charges after allegedly selling fake Magic the Gathering cards. The victim bought uh, cards through Facebook Marketplace from a user named AJ Biss in March for $1,500. He was subsequently learned the cards were fake. Police believe that there are other victims who have yet to come forward. Abu Biss, 22, has been charged with two counts of fraud under $5,000 and two counts of passing off uh, wares. Um, he has been released with conditions. Um, people with information or victims who wish to come forward can call Detective Constable Barr at 1-888-579-1520, extension 1611. Uh, it could be well, Oshawa, Minnesota, Oshawa, Canada, one of those two places. Well then, that narrows it down, and it's, pretty, it's probably pretty, Canada. Pretty much our back neck of the woods, kind of. Yeah, it's Canada. Yeah, which is really unfortunate that you know that people still go out and pass off you know counterfeit cars like that, like we were talking about counterfeit and the intent to pass cards like this. Yeah, to make money. I don't know. It's. Well, you got to fucking do it, man. Hey, did, for this next it. one, did you post a link of your survey? Yeah, you I must did. have. I must did have. not. Because we when, can't I, do it. when I pull up the link, it pops up, oops, oh. you do not have an active survey session. So I The think survey this must you. have just ended then. Well, what was the survey Be- about? Was it's this about the one mid- I took a couple weeks ago? No, this is Midnight Hunt. This I just saw today uh, looking on the, mother ba- uh, on the mother base and stuff. I'm like, oh, sweet. They got a Innistrad Midnight Hunt one. So I clicked it and it was up. So it must have just got taken down. So we'll just cut this part out. Yeah. Well, there we go. No, uh, no survey news. Watch. He's gonna forget to cut it. He might, but then that'll be a fun little thing that we sit here and go, "Why the hell is that still in there? Uh, why? I will say, why is that still in there? Because I still listen to the podcast when I'm on it. Yeah. So I can hear Danny. My, so I can hear my sweet baritone voice. I as I. I'm I'm love. not a person to 
questioning our our stats. I'm not saying I'm not saying pointing at you. I'm looking at Matt. Why wouldn't you cushion the stats? Because I want the stats to be authentic. Yeah, good point. Are you listening like on three different servers? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I I listen to the MP3 after the fact, so that way it's not pulling from you know Apple Podcasts or Spotify and shit like that. Oh, what you got now, Danny? Nothing. He just counterspelled. But he has his mom listening to it, so it counts for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, didn't tell you. I was telling Danny about this. So uh, Amu came on last night, and he's an old family friend of ours. Not last, last night, last, last week. week. Last week. I did on. listen to last week's Kay. passively. So, so he, old family friend and stuff, like his mom and my mom are good friends, and they both decided to listen to last week's podcast because Amu was on. And my mom comments when I went home this weekend is like, yeah, we both listened to the podcast. Would have really been nice with a lot less swearing. <laughs> We're unfiltered. What the fuck? Yeah, there's a lot of swearing. Last yeah, week. Th- there was. <laughs> there's a lot. I think uh, JB had a very dirty comment and stuff in there too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, what did what did you think of that? His experience of being on the podcast live? I was about to say, was he here in person? Yeah, he yeah, was he's here, here in person. person. He came here about, and picked up his mat and oh, so, played some magic afterwards. So when I was listening to last week's, I was setting up the office and I was like setting up my, my tower for my bulk and stuff. And our our new kitten, Kevin. You named it Kevin? <laughs> yeah, so long story short, we're, we've been watching Doug Days. And so we decided if we get a dog, we're naming him Doug. So we needed a Kevin to go with Doug because we have a friend, Russell, that lives down the block now. So we're like... We just need a Carl, and we're good. Oh, my God. So if anyone has a Carl pet, they want to bring Get a gerbil. Name him Carl. That'll be fun. We'll see how that goes. You just sparked an idea. Gerbil or a hamster named Carl. Or a bunny. What about a bunny? Would that work for you? No. It got to be a gerbil or a hamster? Could be a snake. What's kind of an assholey, grumpy kind of a A chihuahua? No, that's vicious. Carl's not vicious. (laughs) You'd have, you, you, it'd have to be a grumpy cat then. Oh, sweet. We're getting another cat as long as... So the cool thing... Lo, here we go. Long story <laughs> short as to why I was so upset about the cat when I first got here. Oh, yes. Um, I'm partly allergic to cats. It depends on the cat and everything and how they shed and all that jazz and yep. whatnot. Uh, this one doesn't spark my allergies. So it, you know, I posted a picture on Discord of the recreation of the Luca cat dad yep, yep. picture. <laughs> I was just about to comment on that. I'm like, <laughs> I love that comparison. Um, because I sent that to my wife, and the the meme was, you know, dad doesn't want a cat, and then dad and the cat. Yep. And it's just the picture of the cat on the dad's shoulder. So we recreated it the other day. Um, but the cat came in, and he's crawling all over my stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> no, Kevin, this isn't for you. And my wife's No, taking, Kevin. My wife is taking a video just so they can she can grab the audio. And she's just like, yeah, do you hear that right now? That's Garrett talking to the cat, the cat that he doesn't want. And I come out of the room and I'm like, I didn't want the freaking cat. The cat somehow became my cat um, because he follows me around. But the thing I like about the cat is he's a guy cat. So um, the ratio within the house is evened out now and I'm not outnumbered. I'm not outnumbered. (laughs) Got to be friends with the cat. Yeah. So the cat's cool, Um, except for he crawls into my... uh, So right now my daughter's sleeping in a crib. Um, Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, because it doesn't fit through the, the door to her bedroom, and we got her a big girl bed. Yep. And so she's sleeping in the crib, and the cat jumps in the crib and starts fucking with her. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> st- 
<laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Fucking woke up three times. Like the first one, I was like, oh, just, oh, she must have like just one of those things where she wakes up, you know, oh, pat, 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 go back to bed. Five minutes later, I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here? And all of a sudden, I see something moving in the crib. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I go and reach for it, and it's the cat. I'm like, God damn it. God damn it, Kevin. Stupid Kevin. And then Get out of here, Kevin. The third time, like my, my daughter is like kind of like trying to start getting up, and the cat's just sitting there like, meow, meow. fuck you, meow. I want to play. Meow. This is something close to my size. Wow. Let's duke it out. All right, anyway. See, here's the thing. Paul's absolutely like... So Paul literally sits on the floor. Kennedy crawls towards him, and like the last second, he just sprints. <laughs> well, Paul's Paul's a scaredy cat in the first place. He's also an asshole. All right, I mean, yeah, you're definitely not wrong in that. This week in cats. This week. Oh my god, we haven't yes. done it this week in cats. We have not. No, we have done not. This week in cats. Nice. All right. Quick update on this week in cats. Then Johnny's still an asshole. No one loves him. He's I love him. Still a dick. I love him, but no. Um, so Maddie has two cats. I got a cat and her two cats, like it's, it, the house is like weirdly segmented off. Like upstairs is primarily her cats. The office and downstairs is primarily my cat. And apparently Ajani got, my, my cat's name is Ajani, got a good swing on Maddie's cat voodoo and left a scratch right on her nose. Did not nice. notice it? Like she, she's a calico and has like a white snoot. And so, like, I see her. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. Ajani got you good. Stay upstairs. See, I oh. wish Paul had front claws so he can smack Murphy in the nose. That'll, that'll fucking oh, my God. But, uh, it's, but it's kind of funny to see him just box Murphy in the face 20 times. And Murphy just sits there. It's like, what are you doing? Poor, poor Barry. She got smoked in the face one time by Ajani because Ajani was sitting on the chair and Barry, like he was sleeping and facing the other way. Barry comes up and sniffs his back and he quickly just flips around, whack, right on her nose and broke one of her cl- his claws right in her snoot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Barry, no. And she's like, Rrr. no, Barry, no. No, Barry, no. <laughs> but then, so. Yoink the claw out of her nose and I'm like, oh, Barry. I bet, I, bet you, I bet you that cost a pretty penny. Ka-ching. Let's talk about some of that cardboard. Wow, you're on a fucking roll tonight, Big G. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell Danny's just festering and wants to go home. Yeah, this I'm is tired. this is late for the last like two weeks. The last two weeks we were done already. I'm tired. Okay, well then let's let's move along. Okay, so let's start off with the finance section and talk about some cards here that are moving up in price. We read an amazing article off of mtgstocks.com where they talk about three to five cards that are moving up in price and three to five cards that are moving down in price. But this first section of the weekly winners is all dedicated to zombies because, as we mentioned earlier, where were you recording? Well, either way, right now, zombies are the in thing. They're vogue. People want zombies. Thanks to the Will Halt... Uh, undead army commander deck. So we got first up undead war chief black black two one one zombie creature from time spiral and a couple other printings. Uh, zombie spells you cast cost one colorless less to cast and zombies you control get plus two plus one. This card jumped up fourteen hundred and seventy six percent. Now chilling at twelve dollars forty five cents and. The other printings that this card has come in from Time Spiral has been Planes Chase. It had 
the original Scourge printing and Mystery Bruce, uh, Booster Exclusive. Yep. Retail edition. Market price on it is about $10.37. Foils are $34 of the time spiral. Or it's not time spiral, time shifted. Uh, average price is around $20. So this is a zombie that's moving up in price. And primarily, again, because of the Will Holt Rock Cleaver deck. Zombies is on everyone's mind, as we've been talking about the last couple weeks. Next winner is we have the Scarab God. Black, blue, three. Legendary God, five, five. At the beginning of upkeep, each opponent loses X life and you scry X, where X is the number of zombies you control. And then you can pay two black, blue, exile target creature from a graveyard, create a token that's a copy of it, except it's a 4-4 black zombie. When Scarab God dies, return it to its owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step. This has an Hour of Devastation and a Double Masters printing, both moving up in price. It jumped up 64%, now chilling around 35 bucks as of Friday. But today, they're now $34, average price around 42 foils, or 45 of this card. Uh, along with Double Master printing, it also has the Amenket Invocation printing, which is $284 right now. Just want to uh, point that one out there. Now, this one is kind of uh, exciting to see. I liked this card in the beginning when I first saw it. It's a three-mana 5-4 zombie beast. It's called Plague Belcher. It has Menace, and it enters the battlefield. You put two plus one, two negwon encounters on target creature you control. Whenever another zombie you control dies, each opponent loses one life. This one jumped up 376%, now just chilling under nine bucks. But the market price is about $6.93. Average price is $7. So you can still find them below that $9 mark. Foils are around $12. And this is the only printing of the card. It has a pre-release printing, so it has that stamp in the bottom corner of the image. But this is the typical one that you're finding. Again, pairs very well with zombies. Zombies die and having your opponents lose one life. Like the decayed zombies having a plague belcher out is just like they deal their damage if they deal their damage and then they're still losing an additional when they die because they get sacked at the end of attack step next one this one oh man this one was on my list for a long time of, of zombies i wanted to pick up for my varina tech and i'm like i'll get it at some point never got it now i can't rot rot hulk you can you just gotta pay for it yeah i gotta pay for it Black Black 5 for a 5-5 zombie creature with menace. When Rot Hulk enters the battlefield, return up to X target zombie cards from your graveyard to the battlefield where X is the number of opponents you have. This jumped up 160%. Now chilling at $42. Average price is still around $42. Market price is about $28, so you can still find them sub-30. This doesn't have a foil version. This came in the game day promos, or game night promo box, like the game box. Um... You can still find them around there in the wild for actually, actually, I guess maybe pro pro tip here. You want to quickly look up on TCG Player what the price of those game night boxes are? Because I think they're going for about $49.99 right now. Uh, Big G is going to get back to us on that while I go for the next card in the zombie section here. And the last winner is Gravecrawler, single black 2-1 zombie. Gravecrawler, Gravecrawler can't block. You may cast Gravecrawler from your graveyard as long as you control another zombie. And then it jumped up 126%. Now it's chilling around 2773. This has had a few printings. 
but the market price is about $20, average price 26. So there's more people selling pretty high compared to what they're getting bought at. Uh, so originally printed in Dark Ascension, there's a mystery booster printing of it, a buy a box promo, and there is the dual deck blessed versed curse where it got printed. And boy, that buy a box promo looks so fucking good. But that promo is uh, 30, 36 bucks. Sorry, there's like two. There's two different ones, so I'm making sure I'm looking up the right one. Is it this one? I think it's that. I'm pretty because sure because it has the the five different uh, the five different decks. This one might have the five different decks in it too, though, and it does. So that's why I'm looking. So no, the one that you pointed to doesn't have it. So uh, okay. so there are two different ones of it. There's one from. Let's see if it tells me what year it came out. It does not, but this one has uh, Nicobolus on the front of it, um, and that is the one that Rod Hulk will be in. And it's the 2019, I think, is when that came out. Nope, the 2019 is the other one. Oh damn it! So this must be 2020, 2018, maybe 2018, probably then. Probably. Uh, so the 2018 one, which one would have, which would have Rod Hulk in it, is going for unopened. One sixty nine, sixty nine. Market mm-hmm. price for it is eighty nine. 50 though so yeah but everybody's selling them yeah everyone's selling them so listed median price is 209 dollars yikes fucking yikes hey wouldn't that be a great thing to put on like uh like a sniper thing like to see if uh maybe it gets to a certain price we'll jump the gun on this one We still sounds got a couple. Like, we sounds st- like JV here. We still got a couple more cards to talk about. Yeah, I know. We still got a couple more cards. TCG Sniper. If you're interested in when this game break. night box drops in price, go check out TCG Sniper, where you can enter it in. And what TCG Sniper is, it's this amazing tool. You enter in cards from TCG Player or sealed product as well. And when somebody on TCG Player is selling at that price, you're going to get a notification via text, Discord, email, whatever, and they'll send you a link to whoever is selling it. You click the link, you get there right away, and then you can buy said card or sealed product at that price. You're first in line, essentially, to get this. TCG Sniper, truly a revolutionary product or a service. Highly recommend it. They have a deal going on right now. Not a deal. They got a thing worked out with us. If you go over there and you sign up and mention that the guys over at This Week in MTG sent you, you will get three months free of their Plus program, which will get you 50 cards that you can enter in. Typically, you get five. Again, it's three months free, folks. You go over there, just say, hey, uh, Matt, Danny, JB, Big G, they all sent us over here to check this out. You're here tonight. Oh, okay. (laughs) They told us to come over here, check this out. And yeah, we want to see how see how awesome you are, and then you'll see how awesome they are. Go check them out, TCG Sniper. All right, there we go. Next in the weekly winners, we have new card from Ministrat Ministrat. Oh my god, JB's rubbing off on me. Innistrad Midnight Hunt, the Meat Hook Massacre, a very controversial card and a very hyped up card that people liked in the beginning of the set. Black Black X, encha- Legendary Enchantment. When the Meat Herc Massacre enters the battlefield, each creature gets Neg X, Neg X till end of turn. Whenever a creature you control dies, each opponent loses one life. Whenever a creature an opponent control dies, you gain one life. This card jumped up 128%, now chilling around $45. Market price is about 40 Average price is still 45 Foils of this card are going for around $60. Um, I, I guess maybe I just want to point out here, you can find 
meat hook massacres in Europe for about 16 bucks if you go to card market. But uh, this card is moving up in hey there. This card is moving up in price due to the fact of it being a very good blood artist effect in standard right now. And it being an enchantment super hard to get rid of. The only other comparable card that was like this is uh, Bastion of Remembrance that just rotated out of standard. And because it says a three mana enchantment, this is a two mana enchantment that also doubles up as a board wipe. And it just sits on the battlefield. You just pay five mana, you kill everything X3. It's it's a very good card. They have a Golgari standard deck as a list here. So yeah, take a look at that. Uh, in the third section here, we have another grouping of cards: werewolves. Who would have thought? Werewolves and vampire, Gasp. werewolves and zombies selling like fucking hotcakes right now. So uh, these are all moving up because of Midnight Hunt having Tovalar as a commander and there's some like standard brews and pioneer brews moving around with this stuff, but primarily commander. First up we have Kruin Outlaw, which is still moving up from last week. It jumped up 89%, now chilling around five bucks. Market price is about three ninety six. This is red red one for a two two first strike and then it has the werewolf clause and then it flips over to a 3-3 double strike, and then each werewolf you control can't be blocked except by two or more creatures, and it has the werewolf text. Next up in the werewolf section here, we have... I'll just read these last ones quick. We have Duskwatch Recruiter for green 1-2-2 human werewolf. You pay two and a green. Look at the top three cards of your library. You may reveal a creature card from among them. Put it in your hand. Put the rest at the bottom of your library. This card has jumped up or, uh, 75%, now chilling just under $4. This is an un uncommon from Shadows Over Innistrad. Only had the one printing. Next up, we have Mayor of Averbrook. Green one for a 1-1 one, one human advisor werewolf. Other humans you control get plus one, plus one. At the beginning of each upkeep, no spells are cast. It has werewolf text. And then it flips over to flips over to the Howl Pack Alpha. So werewolves and wolves get plus one, plus one. And then at the beginning of your end step, you get to make a wolf creature token. This card jumped up, like I said, 59%. Chilling at around 17 bucks. Market price is around 14 so you can find them a little bit cheaper, but... You got all that going on. Now, Big G, you want to take us away with some cheap pickups here? I can do that real quick, Lack. All right, so the first one coming in, we've got, and I'm going to apologize to you D&D &D folks if I pronounce this wrong, uh, Xanathar Guild. Ooh, I think you got it right. I think I did too. Uh, Guild Kingpin, it is at $6.07 and slowly trending down. This one's out of the uh, Forgotten Realms set. Sitting at the Mythic, it is a... Four blue and a black at the beginning of your upkeep. Choose target opponent until end of turn. That opponent can't cast spells. You may look at their top card of their library anytime, and you may play that from their library. You may cast, you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast it this way. A pseudo send triplets. Yep, yep. All right, and then next one, uh, Kaldratha. Yep. It's, it's Coldra, not Coldratha. Yeah. What, what card is Coldratha? There must be another it, card. It is somewhere. Uh, this one is the one we were talking about, actually, with the Hammer Time yeah. decks. It's now sitting at $8.09, and it's slowly trending down. And I was looking at the at the little graph, and on 
June 2nd, 2021, this one was sitting at $748, according to this. So, you know, that's just the jumping, the spiking of prices for stuff. Some oh. price it way up Short, there. Shortly before pre-release, so. Yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. So, it's it's funny to see how this one has just dropped. And if you're strictly looking at it for stats-wise, it just tanked as soon as uh, June 4th and 5th came around. That's when it jumped down to... First ninety nine dollars, and then on the fifth, down to thirty nine dollars, and then mm-hmm. you know slowly been trending down to what it is now, the eight dollars nine cents. I'm really surprised that this has always been a sub ten dollar card. Then, yeah, well, for uh, the, pretty much for the most part. Well, uh, uh, from like... then till September is when it started to get. Yeah, beginning of August, August. it started hitting that that ten dollar mark. Okay. So that's pretty cool for those of you who are looking to pick up some of the Hammer Time pieces uh, pretty cheap or, you know, or other. Hell, Tron, Commander. Yeah. Like, this is a great Commander card. Other fun stuff that Why would you, you not can want to put easily this on throw this in. So I'd love to put this on your Commander, commander. Tron, like you said, easy to pay that equip cost and the drop cost, but yeah. And then Valdolian Click uh, is at $10.10. Specifically, this is the M25, so the Masters 25 version. And it is at $10.10, like I said, and it is slowly trending down. So it's kind of been hovering about that. Uh, let's see, what was the most? Yeah, it's been hovering around that $11 mark. And so it's starting to go down a little bit further, uh, maybe starting to get to that subpar 10. So, As are the other ones, all the all Eternal Masters and Modern Masters 2 printing, they're around that sub $10. It has two alternative arts. It has the secret layer printing, which is dropping down in price as well. Around twenty-one bucks. I don't know if this one actually got mailed out yet. I don't think this one got mailed out yet. So pre-orders on that are dropping. But the Judge promo that came out, I don't know, a long, long ass time ago, still trending downwards. Sixty bucks for this one. No, I think the Secret Lair one already dropped. Well, it dropped. I don't think it shipped though. I don't think people have it in hand. Oh, okay, that's what you're getting. At. Yeah, okay. yeah. Hey, you know what that means? A blue card. It's cheaper. I should buy it. Yeah, you so should. I can play it. Go for it. That wasn't as much fun as I thought it would be. Danny's, tired. Danny's oh. too smart yes. for these blue traps that we're trying to get him into. All right. Should we quick do a rundown of that deck of the week then, or you got more for the finance since we already did the MTG uh, sniper read? Uh, I just want to do another shout-out here real quick to – or not a shout-out, another call-out to Crimson Vow coming out. Vampires and spirits are going to be a thing, and if we're going to be seeing price jumps like we have with werewolves and zombies, now might be the time to start, again, if you're looking to make any form of a spirit deck, any kind of a vampire deck, whether it be modern or whether you want to be picking up some pieces for it in Pioneer or Commander as well, now is probably your time where you should be looking at these cards. If you can find them online, pick them up. Same with spirits. And I guess if you want to be looking at further into the future, there's a good chance, you know, like ninjas are going to be coming back in uh, Kamigawa. So f- get get your Eureka Tiger Shadow, get your Ninja of the Deep Hours and stuff like that before those skyrocket. Because, I don't know, if anything that we're going to get those cards printed in a form of, it's going to probably be just a, uh, a secret layer for those or yeah. cards on the list. So get ready for those. Hashtag finance. Ka-ching. <laughs> Hashtag. All right. All right. Take take us away with this deck of the week here. All right. So um, for like Matt knows this piece, I've been uh, working on a little bit of a like discard deck, um, mainly to piss off JB, um, just because <laughs> it seems fun. 
Um, but doesn't ra- t- doesn't take much to piss them off. Well, the fun part is this one doesn't play blue. This deck list. So my deck my decks piss them off, but uh, well, I don't play blue. Well, it won't piss you off then. It doesn't play eh, blue. It's whatever. It does blue things without being blue. Anyway, um, so this I ran across this deck while I was doing some research for my deck, um, the one I want to build. So this one is mostly a Rakdos. Um, the white piece of it is obviously for Luris as the companion, so that's why it's pinging for white. But it's got some Dragon Rage Channelers, Ragavans, and Void Walkers, which is kind of what I'm trying to make my discard deck around a little bit more. And then Croxa and Turok. And then uh, as far as some of the spells, the typical black discard spells, Inquisition of Kozilek, Thoughtseize, and then the more red stuff, um, Lightning Bolt, Unholy Heat, Terminate, and Culligan's Command. Got Mishra's Bobble in there for a little bit more card draw, a little bit more foreknowledge for what's going to be happening. So you know, hey, should I play my discard spell now? Um, pretty basic setup for the lands as far as a uh, two-color deck. So you've got the the fast lands with the Black Cleave Cliffs, the shock lands with the Blood Crypts, and then uh, fetches with the Blood Stains. The Den of the Bugbear, I found this one interesting as far as it getting in here because, you know, it can make tokens. It becomes a creature itself, so it's pretty cool. I dig it. Uh, and then, yeah. And then the one that I've got to get is the, uh, speaking of Kamigawa, one of the legendary lands, Shinka, the Blood-Soaked Keep. Uh, tap for a red. It's a legendary land. And then tap a red and tap it. Legendary creature gains first strike until end of turn. And then it runs the black version of it as well. Shizo, Death Storehouse. Again, tap for black. Or tap black, tap it. Legendary creature you control gains fear until end of turn. And then runs a sn- some snow-covered uh, swamps and islands, just one of each. And then Uroborg. And then a little bit of Chalice of the Void, Engineering Explosives, Alpine Moons, uh, Pyrite Spellbomb, another Thought Seize, Unearth to get some of those creatures back. Terminate, Void Mirror, and then for the companion piece of it so i really like i said i'm trying to kind of go off of what i normally play i'm very much like a tribal aggro player i've got a few like comboy synergistic decks that i like playing too and then i play jund uh probably classic jund as we went over the definitions of it today i'm an old man when it comes to my jund playing back in my day we let cascade do our work for us Um, so I'm going trying to go a little bit off of what my normal uh, play style is with this deck. I mainly because I really just like Voidwalker, and I really like the hey, you're running some cool shit. Now I'm running some cool shit too. I was already running cool shit, but I'm going right. to take your cool shit, and my cool shit, and make it an even cooler shit. So. I'm I've been a big fan of this deck being constructed because I, don't know, I like Croxa so damn much. Yeah, Croxa is an awesome card, and it pairs very well with uh, Shinko and Shinzo lands to give it fear or first strike that thing's going to win a lot of combat that thing's going to be getting through with more damage and yeah croaks is just like a big damage tank like well and and then the discard piece of it too like if you're controlling your opponent and you know getting rid of their hand all of a sudden croxa comes out and oh uh well shit um yep i guess i'm losing three life right now so cool and then oh yeah i'm gonna take six more if i don't have any creatures to block or if i got fear for it oh hey look it's going through Yep, yep. So, yeah. One thing I'm I'm a fan of with Croxa, this ain't modern viable, might be very well pioneer viable, though, but 
uh, crashing, not crashing footfalls, uh, crater footfalls, footfall craters. It is an enchantment from not Ixalan. Uh, what's the beast set with mutate? We just said it. Zenikar? No, not Zenikar. We... The, the mutated mechanic. Uh, oh, Ikoria. Ikoria, yeah. there we go. That that set with a it came out in Ikoria, and it's a red enchantment. Enchant land. Enchant land has tap. Target creature gains haste, and then it also has cycling for one. That I feel pairs very well with Kroxa because you can cycle it. You get the first one you put on the land, but every sub, uh, everyone after that, you cycle it away. It'll feed back to the escape cost of Kroxa. I think it's a good, a good meshing of them too. I've used it to great effect on Arena before I stopped playing Arena, Fuck and it was Arena. it was great. <laughs> so it's a five mana escape Kroxa to deal nine damage. Jeez, it's like nice. Five mana for nine damage. I'm in on this. And a lot of time you're going to be killing a creature and stuff as well because it's a 6-6. Six, six. Yeah. So I like that. I like that pair with it as well. I don't think it, like I said, I don't think it's modern viable or anything like that. But when it comes to this list, this list is like super tight already. And it's like, I don't know. Like you just play around with things in the sideboard is what it is at this point. And then maybe you'd be like toggling around inquisitions to thought seizes, depending on how you feel a Merc Tide is going to be dink stomping you or not, you know? Well, and so like my version is a Grixis version. So I've got Merc Tides in mine and I've got a little bit more of the, a little bit of the controlly aspect, but it's very minimal. Um, but for me, like if I were to take this build, um, just because I don't have the four Regavans, um, I'd probably yeah, do yeah. in um, some Blightning Skillamentals. You'd lose out on Lurus then. Well, I mean, you're going to be losing out with uh, yeah. the regions. Yep. So, yeah. It, I don't know. I, the Lurus part of it, I dig. I do. Um, but like with Voight, um, yeah. No, that, that's all I got right now. I think I think Lurus is what really makes this tick, though, because Regavan's getting you all that mana so that way you can like easily put Lurus into hand. And yep. then, you know, it's just like recurring back uh you know, your Kroxa or Bobbles to be drawing more cards and stuff. But Den of the Bugbear. Just wanted to take a quick note. Den of the Bugbear. House of a card. Glad to see it here. I know I was high on it when it came out because it's a 3-2 attacking creature that makes another attacking goblin. So you're spending 5 mana to deal 4 damage on a land repetitive. If it's it's, it's been said here before, I like creature lands. Yeah, they're fun. They're, they're they're just good. They're just good side tech for that. It's like li- almost no cost to put into your deck to have, well, especially now with the single color creature lands that are a little better than the ones from like Lorwyn, where it's like the, the ape, the ape forest, the two one flying fairy, and things like that. So you got some pretty good creature lands. I mean, Mutavolt has always been a thing, and now we got Faceless Haven. So yeah. Find find ways to put creature lands in your decks, folks. I think that Jan says it over there. Nice transition, Danny. Good work. Good yeah, work. There we go. Good work. Closing off the podcast. Well, there you have it, you magic folk. Thank you for making it to the end of episode 108 of This Week in MTG. Go check us out on any place where better podcasts can be found. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. And we go live every Monday night on twitch and youtube around seven o'clock ish uh follow us there so that way you get notifications when that happens also you can find us on a lot of different places around the internet check out our website thisweekinmtg.com it'll have links to where you can find our 
Facebook, our Twitter, our Discord, the Patreon, the Moxfield, all that jazz. Now, give another big shout out and thank you to our patrons for supporting us. If you guys want to be a patron, go check out the links below. Also, if you're interested in picking up one of our sweet fucking playmats, hit us up. We'll send them to you. Even if you're across the pond, they're 20 bucks a piece. And yeah, hit us up for that. Now, uh, J-Dubs. Also, go send some loves to J-Dubs for being an amazing sponsor. Check out their weekend events that they got going on. And be hyped up for their event room to get finished. I'm excited for to see what it's going to look like. Right? It's going to be so good. Now, do you guys got anything else to say? Bedtime. Peace out, Girl Scout. Let's go put a new pedal on my car. Let's do this. Yeah. And with that, we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. Nighttime. Daytime.